Welcome to Keep It For The Pod, a podcast where three people you don't know talk about things you may or may not care about. Welcome back to another episode of Keep It For The Pod. Um, Today we're kind of doing something a little bit differently, and it's going to be just about our Christmas traditions and our favorite Christmas uh, movies. And um, I am Maddie, and I'm here with my wonderful co-hosts. Thank you for introducing me as wonderful. This is Ray. Thank you for... Damn. Uh, This is Alistair. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I'm keeping that in. Um, So I wanted to start right now. I know a couple episodes ago when we did our Thanksgiving episode, we talked about Alistair's Thanksgiving tradition of watching um, the Kill Bill uh, volume. So if you haven't heard that, please please go back and listen to that. That aired on November 26th. But I also wanted to talk and just see what are, what are you guys' Christmas traditions? What is the thing you're looking most forward to for like the holiday season in general? Eating lots of Christmas cookies. For example, my family has like a whole Christmas book of like all the different cookies we, we make. It's my dad's side of the family. So we go over to my sister's for Christmas Eve and everybody brings like their boxes of cookies and like you take cookies home with you. You eat cookies throughout. But there's like hundreds of cookies there and it's like you eat them then the next morning for christmas it's like i don't care what i'm doing like calorie wise like how i'm trying to keep in shape or anything like christmas eve and then probably two days after christmas is just like cookie time i don't even care i'm just eating all the cookies it's cookie i also like to drink my hot chocolate during christmas i like to drink it during any time but like when it's like christmas time no one gives you weird looks so i'm drinking like hot chocolate maybe like every other day so delicious and then also i know i'm going on but i love christmas and then i also love to watch me some home alone and it's a wonderful life Mm. so i am the exact opposite of ray let's keep up i think this this should be our christmas tradition it's just us being the the complete opposite of one another um i am not a christmas person um once halloween ends i kind of check out for the rest of the year like that's my new year you know big shebang thing um i did create a tradition of my own i guess i watch the harry potter movies um starting christmas day through christmas you know day after christmas and the day after that um i watch them all in order i make myself some um, alcoholic butter beer i have this harry potter cookbook and i make a meal from that every year Um, I invite people over if they want to join. I decorate my apartment with like Ravenclaw, you know, paraphernalia because I am a Ravenclaw. And I just sit there with my butterbeer and my chocolates and candies from the trolley. And I just have myself a good time. I get transported to, you know, that world. And I just I have a good time. I think Ray is going to want the mic in a minute because I don't think she thinks you're Ravenclaw. But I (laughs) she's nodding along. But um, before that, I'm going to just say my holiday traditions before you and Ray just fight. My family, we also do make Christmas cookies. Not as much as Ray. I know Ray's family, it's like a, like a whole two-day thing. Um, ours is probably like a day. But we make a ton of, you know, cookies. Some of them are from like my great-great-grandmother. They're called like icebox cookies, like from when there wasn't even a fridge. And we'll make like, you know, a diff- bunch of different cookies. We watch planes, trains, and automobiles for Thanksgiving, like the day before Thanksgiving. That's like a tradition. Um, For Christmas, we watch like a few different movies. We've like watched... 
It's a Wonderful Life sometimes. We watch White Christmas. I'll watch some Hallmark movies if they're on. We like, I, I do like Home Alone. I like Elf. There's a lot of like good ones out there. I don't watch Harry Potter normally, um, <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of other seasonal movies that I'll watch. I do like Die Hard. I know people consider that a Christmas movie. I will say I'll watch that any time of the year, so I don't really consider it Christmas specific. But I used to always say it was my favorite one because it kind of bothered my family. <laughs> but I would say probably my favorite would be like the one that's the most sentimental to me like as growing up was probably White Christmas. I will say a few things also, Maddie, that is my mom's favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. I had to give a shout out to that because she insisted. I don't necessarily watch like Home Alone or those Christmas movies with my family. I watch them throughout December, usually with a cup of hot chocolate and a blanket going, yay, Christmas movies. Um, (laughs) I will say a big thing for my family for Christmas, two things. One, when we were little, and even when we were sometimes a little bit older, my parents would not let us like go downstairs and like look at our presents until like we said hi to the video camera and introduced ourselves and how old we were and all of that. We also had like matching Christmas pajamas when we were really little. But like for Christmas for my family, it was always like Christmas Eve was like the big thing with like my extended family. Christmas Day was like with my immediate family. Like my dad would make breakfast. We would open gifts. My dad would make like a giant Christmas dinner and everybody would stay in their pajamas all day. And like, you know, before streaming services, like we would get like DVDs or VHSs of movies. So I would usually get like quite a few movies that day because like I'm a huge movie person. I think we've all established this at this point. So we would all like pick which move, which new movie we were going to watch that like we've already seen, but like we got it that day. So we're going to watch it. And I will still say that's kind of a thing. That we like watch like a Christmas, like not necessarily a Christmas movie, but like a movie we haven't seen. Like we decide like, okay, what movie are we going to watch? Like we watched the new Mulan movie on Christmas Day one year and it wasn't great. I mean, that one was kind of a disappointment. But like, that's our big thing. Like we just, we like to watch movies, stay in our pajamas, eat Christmas cookies and have like a giant meal at the end of the day. So that's why I love Christmas. I love food. I love watching movies and I love spending time with my family. So all positive things for me on that. Alistair, you are not a Ravenclaw, as we all know. When no, I think we of don't. Alistair, what are you talking about? I either think of Slytherin or Gryffindor. Whoa, you have said a lot of terrible things to me on this podcast. But to call me a Gryffindor, that is hidden below the belt. What about me says Gryffindor? Nothing. I just wanted to say that one because I knew it was going to bother you a lot. That's... Probably more Slytherin, but you're not a Ravenclaw friend. Um, Cleverness wisdom wit creativity these all scream traits of the illustrious alistair what are you talking about if you just looked at the last like the second to last episode that we just aired in which you talk about your plan for being an assassin uh cleverness doesn't really come to mind that is clever that is clever it's dramatic but it's it's clever it's dramatic and like just creative to get caught it's Um, creative it's something that's good in a movie but in real life just screams prison whatever um but I will say, I know you're a Ravenclaw because I remember you taking the test. So you really did. Five really, times. You did really get it. I thought Slytherin too, but you you really are a Ravenclaw, so you have to accept that. And my family, we usually would spend like Christmas Eve with my my dad, my mom's side and Christmas Day with my dad's side. But on Christmas Eve, we'd sometimes watch a movie. Um, Lately, it's been Elf because my sometimes my uncle will come with us and like he likes that movie too. But when I was little, sometimes It's a Wonderful Life. But our big thing is we watch the Christmas movies or my family still does. Sometimes I, me and my husband can make it. Sometimes we can't. But on the day after Thanksgiving, we put up the Christmas decorations. That was always like the big thing of watching all those movies while we kind of set up. So that kind of like the day after Thanksgiving kind of started 
I'm one of those truly I don't start it before that. It's like the day after Thanksgiving is when like we start we usher in that the holiday season and start setting all that stuff up. So that's kind of when because just Ray was talking about when she watches them. That's kind of when we would watch them. Alistair, growing up, what was your kind of Christmas traditions? I know now you do the Harry Potter uh, movie thing, but what did you do when you were younger? Yeah, I was just about to say I envy both of y'all, and I, I envy a lot of my friends um, who had traditions because because like growing up, like I was like uh, in two different households, my mom's and my dad's, and they did Christmas very very differently so it was it was it was never easy to get a sense of like you know what a tradition was because what my dad's side of the family did which was really annoying uh we would stay up all christmas eve uh into midnight and we would all open gifts together and my dad has eight brothers and a sister so imagine all of them with their dozens of children cramped in like someone's house you know like we ate food, we know we, we talked, you know, there was always like, you know, like classic oldies, seventies, you know, sixties, you know, Motown going on. And like, there was always like this sense of family, but like, I would have to make myself stay up till midnight and open gifts, which I never liked. Um, and then on my mom's side, it was just me, my mom and my sister, you know, she didn't really have family over because um, they, her side of the family aren't like tight knit like that. And um, my mom would usually like, get gifts last minute and we, we would open them up and like, we were always super grateful. It was, it was, it was and it was always great. But like there was no music playing, there there were there were no TV shows or movies on in the background. You know, she was really tired from work, so like you know she did what she could, and so it was always different for me. So I never had nothing like I, I never had anything settled. Once we got older and we, and we were too old for gifts, we didn't do anything, uh, mom or dad side. So um, we we really didn't have traditions, which is kind of why I don't I don't think I like Christmas. That was really sad. I was not trying to do that. No, that makes sense. That is really sad. <laughs> I know that is kind of sad. But I mean, I am glad that you at least like kind of made your own tradition a little bit with the holiday. Does your fiance watch the Harry Potter movies with you? He does not. Uh, but thankfully, we are in Ohio together and he can't get away from me. So he will be forced to watch them this year. And I think I want that. I want that to be our family tradition. Like once we have kids and stuff, I want that to be our tradition. But, you know, I'll also be open to having a more, you know, quote unquote, traditional Christmas, you know, tree and lights and, you know, cookies and, you know, watching Home Alone and stuff for our kids, if that's what they're into. Um, that's good. But, I mean, it sounds like you could probably do both, you know, like yeah. it's, it's the nice thing about the Harry Potter tradition is like, you know, you could move it and do it like the weekend after Christmas, the weekend before too. Like if you, you know, you need you to kind of keep both. Yeah. Cause, cause like my Harry Potter thing used to be a, an end of year thing. So I would do that right after Christmas. Um, and I would watch the Harry Potter movies starting like around the 28th into the new year. But I was like, why not just do them during Christmas? Cause I'm not doing anything anyway. And like, it's, you know, the, at least the first two movies are very festive and Christmassy. So I just made it a Christmas thing. That is true. What is your favorite one of the movies to watch? Okay, ironically, it's The Prisoner of Azkaban, which is like, I think, one of the darkest and like it the is. Christmas one. Yeah, it is not um, at all related to the holidays. But I think the first, because like, I didn't, I didn't see that movie in theaters, but I did get the DVD when it came out around the holidays, I think. And that was the first time I remember watching it. And so I heavily associate The Prisoner of Azkaban with Christmas, for, like more so than the first two, even though you have like Christmas themes in those two movies. So that's my favorite one to watch when it's time to get to it. <laughs> And, and by that point, I'm pretty buzz on the butterbeer. <laughs> That's true. Because if he didn't, he didn't mention it before, but the tradition is very, very, um, the prominent part of it is the spiked butterbeer. Yes. And if y'all want that recipe, just send us a, uh, send us an email on, at our Gmail or leave us a comment on our Instagram and I will give it to you because it's really good. I will say I, I do like the part of spiked butterbeer, but yeah, Harry Potter is not what, I mean, 
If that's you make your own tradition, that's also an important thing I think to do throughout your life. But Harry Potter would not be a Christmas tradition of mine, probably. You haven't seen mine though. Like I go, I really do go all out. I spend a lot of money. Like I decorate my entire apartment. It looks very festive. I get wreaths and like you know, I, and and lights kind of like it looks. It looks kind of Christmassy. Like it, it works. And like I'm, I have like this Ravenclaw jumper, like this onesie pajama thing with like a hood and everything. I'm all cozed up and like it's also warm. It's like hot uh, butterbeer. So like I put it in the crock pot. It's all cooking together with the alcohol and stuff. And it's really good. And like, it, it feels like Christmas when you're doing it. I promise. I should invite y'all and y- y'all should come do it. Yeah, I would love to. If we could do it like another time, just because I see family um, around yeah, Christmas and you're not Christmas, a little like- far away. But I would love to do it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Also, I can also do it now because I just realized, I realized recently that ginger beer actually doesn't have any beer in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually can drink it. I always thought I couldn't drink it because of that. And then I was talking to someone and they looked it up and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, you definitely can't. So I learned that. Um, for any of the listeners that don't know, I'm a celiac, so I can't have any gluten. So I didn't. I thought it was re- like regular beer, but it's not. So for any of you fellow celiacs out there, you should be able to have ginger beer, unless you have other allergies, because obviously I don't. I don't know your lives. No, I think I don't know really- why, but the way you just said it, it sounded like it was a house, like a, a Hogwarts house. I'm a celiac. <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually a tried and true Hufflepuff. I really wanted to be a Ravenclaw, but um, I got Hufflepuff enough times on the test that I, I really, really yeah. am. Uh, Name in our Harry Potter houses now? Slytherin, Ray. We know. That's not what I am. Really? No. Hufflepuff? No. Gryffindor? Nope. You ain't no damn Ravenclaw. I didn't get Ravenclaw. Maddie was a witness. Not in this timeline. (laughs) I actually think that everyone I know that's a Ravenclaw, because my husband, Shady, is also a Ravenclaw. I think everyone I know that should be a Slytherin is a Ravenclaw, and I want to be a Ravenclaw, and I just feel like they actually think <laughs> Ravenclaw are Slytherins, because it's really what it should be. And Ray can look offended all she wants, but she knows she should be a Slytherin. She really should she be. Wanted, she wanted to date someone who was breakable, so you definitely should be a Slytherin. I, but I will also say, um, I think you and Ray are a little more like, even outside of the house thing, because she was actually just talking to me about how she wanted to do spiked hot chocolate in the crock pot. So she's also a crock pot uh, beverage person. Do love I mean, me I'll some like, sorry, go ahead, Alistair. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was just saying like, um, I'll give that to you. That That's pretty creative. So you have one aspect of Ravenclaw. I was going to say, have you met me? I'm kind of a weirdo, which is what Ravenclaw is. Let's be honest. Ravenclaws are not weirdos. That's just that one instance people have because of Luna Lovegood. Most of us are not like her. No, as great as she is. The Hufflepuffs. They're just chilling with plants. <laughs> They're not invited to any of the cool parties. It, it's the Hufflepuffs. Let's just all be happy that none of us are Gryffindor. True that, because Gryffindors are the jocks of Hogwarts, and no one likes them. That is true. I actually, when I was taking the American version of the test, um, I got the house that was like Gryffindor, and then I had to retake it again, and I got the one with Hufflepuff. I was like, I can't be a Gryffindor. I can't do it. <laughs> See, my thing with like Gryffindor and Slytherin, I know this is kind of off our whole Christmas thing, but like, I feel like Slytherin at least like admits they're kind of a holes, where Gryffindor don't even like admit it. But we all know yeah. who you are. Yeah. Also, you guys keep pointing to the cleverness thing. I don't think you understand. Slytherins have cunning. So all you're telling me is more of why you guys should be slower. He's like, like, a lot of you guys' cleverness also has a little bit of a conniving aspect to it. I'm not pointing to the cleverness. I'm pointing to the weirdness. That's no. just what I love good. I agree with uh, Alice. Cleverness and cunning, like cleverness and cunning are like, like, I feel like there's enough of a distinction between those two to like, the line is there. And like, if you cross it, then like, I guess you can, you know, be the, be a Slytherin. But like, I think cleverness is a, a different enough from cunning to like, they're not warrant. They're definitely different, but I think you're mistaking your cunning for clever. 
No, I've never done anything cunning. I'm very honest. Uh, I mean, you talk a lot about what you would do with power. I'm and honest. That's, I'm honest about I it. I know, but that's but it's it's not like Slytherin's necessarily dishonest. It's just being cunning and and like I don't know. I feel like the way you would talk about how you'd be with power is the way Slytherins would be with power. I feel but like Ravenclaw is just all from a very intellectual standpoint versus like Slytherin. It's like about the action. It's about like, what are we going to get from this? Like, well, how are we going to make this work for us? Right. But here's but, the thing, though. I think there's a misunderstanding about Ravenclaws and like people see Slytherin as like the quote unquote bad house. Think of every intellectual, very smart person, you know, they tend to not be the best people, especially socially. They tend to be kind of assholes. I mean, I can agree with you that that can sometimes be true, but I think that, like, when you look at the examples of Ravenclaws you get, the book, examples of Slytherin you get, a lot of those, like, intellectual assholes you're talking about are Slytherin. It's your it's your Severus Snapes. It's your Draco Malfoy's. I mean, I don't know if he's that smart, but... I would not call an intellectual. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's the the founder of the house. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, the bald, you know, like, Tom Riddle. Like, it's it's those people. Like... True. I mean, Tom Riddle, though, not very efficient. Like, you're going to be like this great... What? I'm sorry. You're giving me a look. What happened? Maddie's just, like, get off this topic. No, I just can't hear again about how he should have just... Like, if someone could just have hit Voldemort with his car. Or, like, Shady tells me all the time, like, why didn't he just try to kill the baby not with magic? Like, I just can't hear it anymore. It's the way the book went. Yeah, it's that's, stupid. But no one also ever... Voldemort has hubris. That's his problem. Yeah, and that's also ridiculous. Why would a wizard try to kill someone through non-magical means? What do you mean? You just wrote, it's a baby. Like, okay, that's going to get dark. I'm not going to say what I was about to say because it's a baby. Let's not say that, but like, there there are more fish. You don't need magic to take care of your problem. I know, but like, that kind of goes back to our Kill Bill episode a while back where you said like, you would rather use guns. Why would someone who's used to using guns all of a sudden use a different method? Like, they would use what they're used to and what they're good at. I mean, I would, I, I guess so. I just feel like in this case... The, I mean, maybe he didn't know of the possible ramifications, but if you knew about that there were possible ramifications, I felt like it was a, it was a bad move. Also, I do have to say that I think it's kind of dark of us that this episode is about the holidays and we're talking about yeah, let's the yeah, let's most get efficient way to kill um, a character. So let's go off of that a little bit and kind of back to to holiday traditions. What's one holiday tradition that you don't have that you wish you had? Ooh. Um. Honestly, for me, um, off the top of my head, like this is like the mo- the one that everyone does is the decoration, like the tree, the putting the star on the top, you know, like the traditional way that you that you see Christmas depicted. I've never had that. And like I, I, I've always wanted that, like, you know, like like going somewhere, like pick a tree, bringing it back to your house, you know, decorating it, putting presents, presents under it. I've always wanted to do that. Damn, Alistair. What? Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm trying to say in a hopeful way, like, like I want to do it oh, like this. We're we're in Ohio now. We have our own place. We're gonna start okay. our family soon. We're gonna we're gonna do it. I'm gonna have gonna to do. make sure. I'm gonna have to talk to your fiance and make sure these things get put into place because you deserve this. Yes, Alistair is a very sad boy. Yeah, Alistair. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, what I was gonna say is actually my family used to do two Christmas trees. So this oh. is this is even sounding even worse. Um, so we would do one with like our big one, and we were actually every year when we were little too, we used to get like a new ornament every year. Okay. And um, so we had like our traditional Christmas tree and like it wasn't like the fancy ornaments. It was just like ornaments we picked out, like fantasy characters, Barbie, Barney, the Disney characters. So like 
ornaments when we were from younger. Um, my mom is actually trying to get me to take some of my ornaments because I have my own place now, which I will be decorating with a fake tree. But my parents still insist on a real tree. But we used to do two trees. So we'd have that kind of like main tree. And then our second tree would just be like Star Wars and Star Trek tree. Oh, okay. So it would like, and like they talk and they light up. So that's something that like we didn't, I can't remember if we did that last year, but like we used to do it every year, have those two trees. So, and I asked, I actually did go once to like cut down our tree with my family. That's not as fun, but like going to pick out a tree is fun, even though it is wasteful for the environment. But yeah, that's true. Damn. And think about that. Um, we never had a real tree growing up. And honestly, I think I'm okay with that. I'm not, I don't think I, the, I feel like it would be cold. And I feel like, and I, and I know how like messy they can get with like the bristles and stuff. And I just know like in my, like I personally as an adult, I don't want to clean that up. So like probably not going to start that one. I think, I don't know. It's hard if I think of like a holiday tradition. I would like to do recently, like as we gotten to be adults, my family has started like going into the city. We like we live in the Chicago suburbs and like going into the city and seeing all the lights and stuff. And I think that's a cool tradition. I think I wish we would have done it when we were younger, just because they did more with like the window lights and stuff back in like when we were growing up. And like so like I think like maybe finding a place like like that or like maybe like ice skating at Millennium Park or something like that. We like always walk past it. We never do it. Mm. Maybe like something more like wintry, just like in the season, not something I need to necessarily do on Christmas. But I think it would be cool. I just feel like a lot of times I end up just December ends up being like except for like watching Christmas movies and stuff, just like a normal month and then all of a sudden it's like the holidays. Like I don't ever ever like feel like do I, I I never really do a lot of different stuff and I feel like I need to take advantage of the season more I was gonna say yeah. I agree with that I really wish um ice skating like I am not great at ice skating I have only been a few times in my life but I kind of wish I don't think my family would be down with that my parents are older and I love them and I'm not gonna force them on to ice skates I feel like that would be mean and my nephews aren't my nephews I call them nephews aren't quite <laughs> old enough to go ice skating yet but friends who listen to the podcast and who I see every day get ready for me to send out some texts saying let's go some ice skating this winter also I want to say just a funny story because one time I mentioned to my dad that I that I, I mentioned him on the pod and he was like, did you mention my marathons? And I was like, where would that come up? But this would actually come up. My dad ran the New York marathon in November one year. And the day he ran it, he, he went ice skating with my mom and my sister. So just kind of a funny story that I was like, I don't think I can, I, can, I, I can't ice skate like well at all. And he literally did it like the day he ran the marathon. They went to Central Park and, and I skated. So just kind of a cool story. He did and that. Dad, I did plug the marathons on the pod. <laughs> he's run 27 of them if anyone was going to ask because i think he would find that important for me to say wait <laughs> so he dad. ran a marathon and then went ice skating after that yes so like the new york marathon is always in november it's like around this time um it's around the time we're filming it so like around this time of year like around like a little a little bit before thanksgiving and um or we're recording we're not filming but oh, um and so yeah like my i was in college so i couldn't go on the trip um because i had finals and stuff but or like midterms but my mom and my sister and my dad went and they only had like four days in new york so i think they're trying to like maximize their time and my dad always likes to rest the day before the marathon so i don't think he wanted to do it that day so like the day of he says there's like adrenaline kind of carries him so no he like he went like i think the marathon he probably got done at like 11 or 12 and like two or three or four went ice skating damn way to go um, dad those leg muscles are serious <laughs> he also just recently ran berlin and uh 
he went on a hike two days afterwards, like a seven or eight mile hike with my mom in uh, <laughs> um, afterwards in like somewhere in Germany. So yeah, we love him, but he's a little he's a little crazy, but in in the best way. But yeah, so just a funny ice skating story. But honestly, we were, I didn't really ice skate with my family much as a kid. I think it was just like a iconic New York thing to like ice skate in such a park. So they parks mm. so they did it, but like I that's not like something we did. Well, the ice skating thing kind of reminds me of uh, a tradition I kind of got into before I left Chicago. Sadly. Uh, was going to the Chris Kringle market with my friends. And like, there's like a little ice skating rink right there in Wrigley um, that I tried uh, by the stadium. It was really fun. And just like going to the Kringle market in general, I know it's like a thing to do. Like it, it's always been a thing, but it's like really a thing to do now since like TikTok really took off and like they're always like showing it and the crowds have gotten a lot bigger. Um, but going there and like getting like some spiked cider, just walking around the markets, and, like saying like all the cool vendors and stuff and like picking up something here or there, like some really cool knitted mitts or a hat. That was that was quickly becoming a tradition of mine before we moved away. So like, I kind of want to go back and like um, do that because like, I don't think any other cities do things like that, do they? I'm sure there are some that do that. To be honest, I I, I can't yeah. believe it's an exclusively a Chicago thing. I was gonna say something I really enjoy is also zoo lights, and yes. that also means you can get spiked drinks. Yeah, Alistair, if you come back to the Chicago land, I'd be happy to go to a Chris Kringle market with you. That'd be fun. Um, I can never do the zoo lights again because I proposed there in the zoo lights. And like, I just feel like it would always be that. So like, I don't ever want to go back because it, it ended up being terrible. The proposal itself. I, I botched it. I mean, it might be a kind of a cute thing for you and your fiance to do just to like reminisce a little bit. I actually went to the zoo lights with Ray and Shady and walked around the zoo lights while they debated Jurassic Park for two hours, which was fun. I remember but, you telling me um, that. <laughs> a little different. Well, a couple of weeks before you proposed, actually. Um, <laughs> but at the Chris Kumar is cool. I've done it a couple of times. I feel like because I didn't grow up doing it and like, I don't know, it just never really stuck with me. But I never did the one in Wrigley. I always just did the one I work. I used to work near um, Daily Plaza and they have the one there. And actually that one, they started setting it up in like late October and we were like kind of mad because it was like, I, I saw this meme once and I thought it was funny. It was like about how, say what you want about Halloween, but it is holding the line because without Halloween, like the holiday season would like have taken over more months. Yes. And I was like, that's true. We wouldn't have a fall. Like we just wouldn't have it. And I, I need my fall. Like I love yeah. the holiday season, but I need my fall. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I also didn't realize this until after I le- right right before I left. But uh, the place we all used to work together, there's a Kringle market like really close to that. Like it's like right down the street. Like like yeah. is that daily? Is that daily? Yeah, that's daily plaza. That's what I'm um, talking about. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I that's actually like I think that was the first one. Um, and then Wrigley kind of created it but it's like yeah they like started in the loop but yeah it doesn't have like the ice rink and the stuff that wrigley has so i think wrigley's is probably a lot cooler but um i've only ever been to that one because it's like really close to the trains and stuff so that was the only one i went to as a kid and then as you know it was closer to where we worked so but uh yeah no but i would love to go to the wrigley one and just kind of at least see it and like what it's all about and the zoo lights are pretty cool I've done the, um, there's like a zoo in the suburbs that I've done. And then I also have done the one at like Lincoln Park Zoo too, which is the one we were all talking about. Yeah. But I'm sure, sh- and I'm sure tons of cities have zoo lights and like other, you know, fun, festive stuff. I've never actually gone to the tree lighting in Chicago though, which would be kind of cool. But they always do that around Thanksgiving weekend and I'm never really free. Yeah. They actually did it earlier this year. I saw, uh, they did it oh. last week, last weekend they did it, um, in Millennium Park, they put it up. So that was interesting to see, I guess, because they feel like people aren't going to be there Thanksgiving. Um, but I was going to say, like, I don't dislike the holidays, right? Like, I don't dislike them, but, like, it's not my favorite thing. Like, I love other holidays over it. But, like, is there any tradition or anything about the holidays that you specifically do not like? And, like, like, is there something, like, that you would remove from Christmas time, holiday season, if you could? 
I am going to get some hate from this. I know from Ray, but I think there's too much Christmas music. Mm. <laughs> and I think a lot of the songs are like kind of repetitive. And so like I can do like a week of Christmas music and I can do like it's sporadic things. But like I was I was shopping like the first weekend in November and like Santa Baby was playing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. I don't need this in my life. Like, I just, like, I feel like it's too much. Like, there's some that's nice, and it's, like, I like it when I'm baking my cookies, and I like it, like, in certain times, but I just feel like by the time that the Christmas season is done, like, besides, like, Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town, which I will always love, besides that, I just feel like I get, like, so tapped out of the Christmas music, and I just need other things. And, like, some of the songs are creepy. Like, it's, like, it's cold out, like, maybe it's cold outside. Like, I don't need that song again. How dare you talk about my Christmas music like that? I'm extremely insulted right now. I have already kind of started listening to Christmas music. I used to wait till December, but I was um, with my nephews and my sister last weekend, and we were picking up some Christmas stuff, and um, this is a cute story, I think. We found one of those singing things, and my nephew wanted one, so of course I bought him one and bought myself one, but <laughs> um, we started playing. He started playing it in the cart where we, because I was pushing him around in the cart because I have three nephews. I'm not going to say their names on the podcast because they are children. The middle one pushed the button and he actually, it was such a cute thing, uh, started singing along to it. And it was just the cutest thing. Like it melted my heart. I will say, and I'm a little flack about this. I don't actually mean this, but like, I'm not a particularly religious person. So I guess there's a reason I don't go to church around Christmas time. So is that the thing you would remove from Christmas time is like the religious aspect? I can't actually say that because like I know that's like the whole point of Christmas. But to me, the religious. That is I- not the whole point of Christmas. Not in 2023. Not as commercial. I know. Exactly. <laughs> um, but to me, Christmas has always just been like spending time with my family and of course the commercialism and cookies. Mm. So. The religious aspect isn't as important to me. And if you were to look at calendars, you know, certain things wouldn't measure up. So I'm just yeah. saying. I will Ooh, say one great thing. Being controversial. Yeah. You also didn't invent Christmas music. So I don't know why you're taking offense to me just not liking it. <laughs> also, I do want to say from the story, even where you said it, I knew it was going to be enough too. Like I just knew it. Like the minute you started, I'm like, that's the one you're going to buy that for. I was the one who was going to ask. I will say, yeah. I, Alistair, what about you? Like, what is the thing you would get rid of? I think the thing I would get rid of is how early it starts. I would push it back a couple of weeks because, like, you're right on the money, Maddie. Like, right after Halloween, November 1st, and, like, it's kind of a meme now at this point where, like, they start, like, de- defrosting Mariah Carey and, like, here, here she comes. Like, it starts way too soon. So like I used to work in retail. Um, I used to work at a, a, the Macy's in the water tower before it closed. And I kid you not, the day after Halloween, November 1st, the music changed. Like it's not being Kiss FM, you know, you know, the 80s to 90s till now type stuff. And it's, it's Christmas music from November 1st until December 31st. And it's unbearable. Like stores can't wait to change everything out. Like I would just, I would like a break in between Halloween and, you know, kind of like let the fall end with like some dignity and then start it. But that's the only thing I would remove. I would just like give it a few more weeks in between Chris, um, Halloween and when we start, you know, trying to celebrate Christmas. I feel like this is something my family talks about a lot, that actually Christmas should be pushed back 
Like, I understand that, like, we should have Christmas, like, in January. Really? And then we could start the Halloween, or, like, the, not Halloween, the holiday season in, like, early December. And then go to, like, mid-January or something like that. Like, I mean, that would screw things up with, like, the, you know, all, um, the, the Wiseman, you know, the day, the 6th. Like, they do that. But, like, if we move things back like that, I feel like that would work. Because I feel like I don't mind the, the holiday music around New Year's. But I don't want it around Halloween. And then, like, they push it. And also, January gets kind of, like dreary towards the end of it and everyone's like kind of done with the winter and stuff but it's still around so i feel like that would give it a nice little like festiveness yeah Ready, I, definitely I think you like... and your oh sorry alistair oh no go ahead i was gonna say i think you and your family are on to something i 100 percent agree i'd be okay if we push christmas back to january to be honest and i i think if we kind of hinted to what i was hinting at but didn't directly say and just accepted <laughs> that you would be perfectly fine to push christmas back to january I definitely agree with that because, like, I don't know how y'all how y'all see this, but I feel like we always get like that fresh snow like the week or days leading up till Christmas, and then by the time Christmas comes, it becomes like that dirty, mucky slush that's been like thrown around. But then, like by New Year's again, we get another fresh storm of snow, and like, where the hell was this snow on Christmas Day? I feel like it's very rare that we get like actually falling snow fresh snow on the ground to give you that white christmas i'm like i like let's push it back to like match the weather and everyone's tapped out by Jan- end of january like the snow is just depressing then it's just slushy yeah. you hate it but that was when christmas was you could like tolerate it for a little bit longer because you're gonna have to anyway if you're in the north yeah. that was just something my family always says like we've always talked about it i think my sister originally said it but we we all agreed but yeah so that's cool that's interesting i i agree with you alistair i would you know obviously I don't like when it starts either. Does anyone have any, I mean, I know, you know, we kind of said there's a holiday in general. This is like the, the last episode we're going to have before the new year. Shout out last episode of 2023. Woo woo. I'm going to say this go, I know this is off topic, but to me, do you know what is always kind of a disappointing holiday? New Year's Eve. Oof. Oh, I thought you said Dune. I was like, what? Where does Dune come from? And no, New Year's Eve. Dune is not a holiday yet. <laughs> yes but um new year's eve i feel like it always gets like pumped in my mind that i'm like i'm gonna go dress up and go out and drink and look cool and be fancy and then i never end up doing it and i always feel bad that i never do anything but it's like you never really want to do anything because it's like it's hella expensive it's cold it's just like it's it's just a disappointing holiday to me is new year's eve oh, i no. mean Wait, don't don't tell me this because i will come down to Chicago on the 31st. I love New Year's Eve. New Year's New Year's Eve is where I get to be, like y'all know me, I like going out, I like dancing, I like drinking. Like it's everything that I love to do in one day where everyone's doing it, I get to be my most ratchet. Now I wanna take you out for New Year's Eve. Cause like, I love going out. I love dressing up and getting like, like my little cocktail, you know, not dress, but like you know, my, my little cocktail clothes going on, going to like a good drag bar and like just having fun. It's so fun. I think it can be fun, but I do think it is a little overhyped because I just think the expectations are always high. Like it has to be amazing because it's the last day of the year. And you like and a lot of people you build it up as like it's going to set the tone for like the next year because like, you know, by the time you end it, it's already the new year. And it's like a lot of hype. I feel like sometimes and I know you guys are going to hate this because you both are birthday people. But I sometimes feel birthdays can be like that, too, a little bit. where like you want your birthday to be perfect and amazing. And it puts a lot of pressure on. And I feel like sometimes I've had birthdays let me down in the same way that I feel like New Year's Eve can sometimes let me down. Like I've had really good New Year's Eves too. And I've had really good birthdays. But I feel like 
there's always like an onus on it that it's not just like any other day. Like it has to be good. I feel like holidays in general kind of have that. Like especially New Year's Eve because it's like going out and like drinking is kind of like a part of your holiday. It's always really crowded. And I feel like it's like the whole like, you know, for a lot of time people, it's like people that are single, it's like, you know, who are you going to kiss at midnight? Like, are you going to meet anyone? Like, are you going to, you know, are your friends busy? Like no one wants to spend New Year's Eve alone. Like, it's just like, it's just like a lot of like pressure for something and it's for everybody and you don't want to be the one person that's having a bad New Year's because you don't want to be like a loser who's like alone on New Year's. Not that I'm saying people that are alone on New Year's are new losers, but I'm just saying like yeah. that's how it feels. I've been that person like it's just like just chilling at home and it's like, what am I doing? Am I not young enough to be out? Maddie, you're hitting on everything I feel about New Year's right now, New Year's Eve, because I'm always like, oh my God, I'm so old. I don't want to go out, but I do want to go out, but it's so expensive. And don't get me wrong. You know, I love to dress up. Like I love to look fancy and like, you know, get it done. But like, no, it just, it never, New Year's never works out how you want it to be in my mind. Like I have, like I've, like you said, I've had some great New Year's, like hanging out with friends, but I've never had like that magical New Year's where you're like, bam, like they show in the movies. Like I don't think that exists, to be honest. Like I said, I've had fun with New Year's. I'm not dissing people I've spent New Year's with in the past, and there I've had fun times, but I just I feel like it gets overhyped, and I agree with you. It's because of that whole like it's the last year, we're gonna last day of the year, we're gonna go crazy. But back to birthdays birthdays you got to make sure you're focused on yourself you got to get a good meal get a massage you got to treat yourself get a facial something like that it doesn't have to be like this wow like fantastic as long as you're focusing on yourself on your birthday i consider that a good birthday i agree with that statement but to the other one i gotta say i can't relate i have always had a good new year's and um, Ray says this a lot, that she and I lead very different lives. And I, I don't think it's ever been more true than in, in this case. Every time I've gone out for New Year's, it has been exactly like I've always pictured it based on like media and movies and TV shows. One year I went out, I think it was 2020, right before Corona, it like really hit us. Um, I won a lip sync um, against like this really fierce, um, I believe she was trans, like she was like fierce to... Um, uh, what's that Spice Girl song? Yo, tell me what you want, what you really, that one. What is that? Wannabe. I want to lip sync against yeah. her and, and won a $100 gift card for the bar. Um, shout out to the bar in Boys Town. What is it called? Uh, not Roscoe's, the other one that no one goes to. Across from it. Ooh, I can't think of the name of the book. Sidetrack, yes. Well, people do go there. Sorry, sorry, Sidetrack. I was thinking of the one across from Roscoe's, but Sidetrack, I won a $100 gift card there and I got a round of drinks for me and a bunch of people who kept congratulating me on my dance moves. And like, it's been like that for me every year going back until up until I was old enough to drink and go out to bars. So like, New Year's has always been great for me. I love New Year's. It's never let me down. Alisha, aren't we too old for that, though, maybe? Also, I do want to come oh. do a New Year's with you now, but I feel like we're too old for this. Also, no. did you have COVID once new on New Year's Eve? Huh? Did you have COVID one New Year's Eve and after quarantine? That was, No, that was around Christmas of oh, 2021, okay. right? Yeah, I, okay. I, was, I had COVID, but like th- this was 2020. Um, no, I know, but I was just saying, like, you've had bad, like, you've had ones where you had to, like, you couldn't do anything. 
That uh, that don't mean I didn't have fun because I couldn't go out. That did not mean I didn't have fun. I, uh, me and my friends who were all comfortable with each other, being around each other, we got hammered. We actually ended up watching a um, AJR concert that w- they were streaming live. Uh, the band AJR. Um, we got hammered and watched them on like this big old seventy inch TV screen and just like had a really good time. Um, who I don't is think AJR? I've ever been. Uh, it's a band. They they do like um, I guess like pop folk music. I feel like. I feel like if you heard one of their songs, you would know who they are. You're like, oh, these guys. But yeah, yeah. no, we've had very different New Year's then. Like, like I said, yeah. I've had bad. I grew up. I've had bad ones. I've had good ones. But I've not apparently had a New Year's experience like you have. So no, I remember one New Year's Eve. I made I made out with a cop. That was great. That was a good time. My fiance hates when I tell that story because he gets really upset. But I'm like, listen, it happened. It's not my fault. Uh, but yeah, I've never had a bad New Year's. And like, I feel like that's the only thing that like, uh, not the only thing. It it kind of gets me into the holiday spirit the last week or so uh, before Christmas. Kind of like what you were saying, Maddie, about like how you can only tolerate the music for a week of. Yeah. I don't mind Christmas music. I actually like it. Um, but like, it's like that, like, it's like the 21st of December. I can listen to it from the 21st till about the 25th. And I get like, that. that's perfect for me. I get that. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, I've had a lot of good New Year's, but I feel like they're not I've never had a New Year's that was like the experience you're talking about or like they're talking about where like everything went as epically as like society says. I feel like it's just not it hasn't happened. I mean, the one like when you're hanging out with your friends and like the concert, like I've had New Year's like that. I just haven't had any that are like bar hopping that like turns magical and like, mm-hmm. you know, I've never like met the love of my life at a bar on New Year's and like you know, kiss them or any of like the like iconic things that sometimes happen in movies. Like it's, it's always been a, it's been a good night before, but it's usually never like the best night of my year. Yeah, I get that. And like, I kind of understand what you mean by like the expectation and kind of like how, um, whether it's like, whether it's like someone else's experience or media and movies and stuff making you think what, what needs to happen that night, I can understand that pressure. Um, but for me, and like, I think I, I feel like I have this mindset whenever I go out and do anything is, like if I'm ha- if like I'm always gonna try to have a good time, right? And like that's that's my mindset. And whatever I'm dragging my friends to, if they're having a good time, then that's all I care about. Like I don't I don't need like the extra stuff that does end up happening to me to happen in order to have a good time, if that makes sense. Like it ends up happening and that's great. But like I'm always going out with the mindset like, listen, if I can get drunk for cheap, dance a little bit and my friends are having a good time, that's all I care about. No, that makes a lot of sense. That's very thoughtful, and I like that. Um, I don't know. I kind of wish that Christmas was like two days because I feel like for all the prep that we have for Christmas, it only ends up being one day, and I kind of wish that Christmas was longer. And I feel like I might be alone in this topic, but I wish that Christmas was two days. No, I actually agree with you on that. I I think Christmas, like the amount of work that goes into it and like the way people go all out, I think that's why um, New Year's is so heavily associated with Christmas in a sense, because people feel like all the work they do, that's not enough for one day. So like they drag it out through for that entire week leading up to New Year's. I think Christmas should be two days because otherwise all that work you do that puts into it all that holiday cheer kind of feels like you did too much for one day. No, I could see that. I definitely think it would be. I mean, in my head, I think because my family celebrates at Christmas Eve and Christmas, I kind of feel like Christmas is two days. But I think, mm. it, no, I think it would be good to have like an extra. I also always think that the day after Christmas should be a day that everyone gets off. Yeah. I always hate having to like, if you ever have to go back to work the day after Christmas, it just feels like such a letdown. Yeah, it, it kind of takes away I mean like the that. holiday cheer. Exactly. That's why I was like, I wish that Christmas fan from Christmas Eve 
all the way to like the 26th. I think that would be the perfect amount of time because like most people, okay, if you're working the day after Christmas, like you're kind of wishing you were off. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. And you're not maybe the most focused that you should be. So it's like, just give, give it a, give a, give us it off is my thing. I agree with you on that. Yeah. But, especially retail. Oh Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, to me, like, New Year's Eve is always like, I'm going to make myself sound old, and Alistair's really going to judge me, but I feel like New Year's Eve is, like, that fun for young people and, like, exciting people, and I felt, to me personally, don't get me wrong, I like to go out, as Maddie and Alistair can attest, but, like, I don't, I've never really pictured myself as, like, the person who's, like, having going to have, like, a crazy New Year's, I guess. And, like, that's crazy that you say that because, like, when we've been out together, you are, like, seriously, and I, I don't say this to any, to just, like, anyone because, like, I take partying very seriously. <laughs> you are, you are like, the life of the party when you go out. Like, you get a couple of drinks in you and you hit that dance floor in a song that you like, girl, it's over. So, like, I, I always find it weird that, like, the, the ray that I see on the dance floor is, like, so far removed from, like, how you actually lead your life. They're, like, they're, like two separate people and i mean and that's definitely why like ray is your favorite because of that but i I think that like but i also think that like if you know ray like on an everyday basis like because i've seen both i usually when ray is going out like i've been there but also i see ray on a day-to-day basis and i feel like there's ray who like likes to go out and i'm i'm right there with her so i'm not judging but like once a month we'll have like a nice Mm -hmm. night and go out and like party and then she's good for a while and then there's going out like alistair goes out (laughs) <laughs> and that's like really going out. That's like frat guys going out. That's like people that actually party is a lifestyle going out. Like Ray likes to party like a special occasion, like a fun treat. Alistair parties like it's 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 a lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like a day ends in Y, so let's go drinking. Exactly. Like <laughs> like when you like there was like sp- like posts that you actually just put on your personal Instagram recently that was like I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to stay in and I'm not going to drink unless you want to go out. One hundred percent me. So like, and I feel like that's just, so I think it's interesting because you're right. When Ray goes out, Ray goes hard, but like you can go do that, go just as hard as Ray can go and then go out the next day. Right. Ray is sleeping in the next day, watching TV, vegging out and is like going to be able to possibly think about doing that in like two to three business weeks. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not, here's the thing, though. I don't really get hungover, but it's like, I'm just like, now it's a day to eat a meal, catch up, do some laundry, probably work out, like, veg, watch my shows. Like, to me, like, I don't know. I'm very much someone where I'm like, I have my fun times, but I have to be productive in the rest of my life. So I have to learn, like, a new skill or something. Like, you can't go out and have, like, a crazy time each weekend. Like, you got to do something, whether... It's spending time with your family or, like I said, trying to learn a new skill. Not all weekends can be like weekends where you don't get something accomplished. No, I I guess I get that. But I feel like I, I cram that stuff that you're talking about into the week. So like, you know, um, engaging with my family, getting my work done, you know, um, you know, being involved with my hobbies and my writing. I do that stuff during the week and that feels like work to me. So like when I go out on the weekends, like that's why I go out almost every weekend. I'm just like, OK, I have spent the last five days working, you know, being involved in my craft, you know, talking, you know, you know, making sure I'm keeping my relationships with my friends and family, you know, you know, um, up to speed as much as I can. And I just want to go out and, you know, meet some random people on the dance floor and like we're best friends for the next two hours. And then I never see them again. 
And like, that's how I like unwind. And like, that's why I love New Year's so much. Like, it's like the epitome of that. It's like, this is the thing that like everyone wants to do. Like your best friend for the next two hours is on this, you know, one of like the greatest days that everyone holds up so highly. And then the next day, it doesn't really mean anything, but you had a good time. I agree. I mean, I think that there is like, I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily a person that feels like the weekend always has to be productive. I agree with Ray that like, you know, I like to like, like I'm constantly trying to like make myself new goals and like try to do mm-hmm. new things. But like if there's a weekend where I don't do that and like I just like hang out with family or I just like reset in other ways, like I'm cool with that. But I do agree. I do think that there's different ways of weekend resetting. And I think mm-hmm. the one way you're talking about is like a way that like is good for my soul, like connecting with friends, going out, like letting off steam can like do that. But I also just as important or not, if not more important for me, quality one-on-one time with friends and family, like like conversations and like time to actually just decompress and rest. And I think part of that's just like, I'm a little bit, I'm, I feel like I'm an ambivert, but I feel like I'm a little more interested in the fact that like, I don't recharge in big groups and like parties. Like I need- Interesting. The other- so two things quick. I'm not saying I'm productive every weekend. I try to be more productive at times. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes I just want to marathon an entire show in one weekend. And I consider that productive and I'm, I relax. I will say interesting that you bring up the whole introvert and what is it? Extrovert. Um, I recently took like the whole quiz. Um, I think it was what is it? Briar. I cannot say it. Briar's, and it said I was an introvert. And I don't think that's true. But I got that. I do think you're an introvert. It would be interesting to see, but I would have called that you would have gotten introvert because I think a lot of times people assume that extrovert, they think of people that are loud and people that are talkative and people that are like there. And so that in that, if you go by that definition, I could see why you think you'd be an extrovert. But really the true definitions of like an introvert extrovert is how you recharge. Like, do you recharge from interactions with people or do you recharge with downtime? And like, do you need to be alone or like in smaller groups? And like, as much as you're like loud and fun, like Alistair's saying, and I can do that. When you think of like what you do on a day-to-day basis, you like a lot of quality time to yourself to like watch your shows, value and you spend more time in like smaller groups and like more one-on-one situations. And you have like a Instead of having like a large group of acquaintances and like big friends, you have more of like a quality, just smaller group of like people that you're really close to, but like, you know, a smaller circle. So I think by those definitions, you are kind of an introvert. I just don't think we think about it that way. And I always say I'm an ambivert because I think I get some energy with both. But like, if I had to pick one, I need quality, smaller interactions. Like I just can't, I don't have the energy to just go, go, go like that. Yeah. And like I was just about to say that, like, for me, when I need to recharge, like, that's what I think of, like, I need to go out and be around people in order to recharge my battery, because I, I, I've just spent the last five days working, you know, isolated, you know, focusing my time and energy on um, solitary stuff that I need to be around people, like whether like I'm close with them or not, I need to be around. See, and that you would be the definition to me of an extrovert. Yeah, I think you're totally right because you just described my nightmare kind of for like when I like when I'm stressed, I cannot I I don't like to be like around like many people. I'm either Mm. around my family and like I'm or close friends and I'm like talking about like, oh, I can't believe this happened, like de-stressing that way or like. My big thing, like, I know it's a terrible way to cope with stress at times, but my big thing is, like, I'll put on, like, a comfy pair of pants, get my blanket, and, like, sit and watch my show and just, like, calm down. And I'm like, okay, you watched a few episodes of this, you're now good. Continue on. Why is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing, but, I mean, then it's like you're watching something and it's like, well, then should you be trying to do, like, 
something else and like something done instead of like focusing on that. It's a whole thing. And then you build up that stress. That is sometimes that. the best way I de-stress is watch my shows. I get that. Oh, um, before we run, run out of time, I did have a question about uh, Christmas stuff. What's your favorite Christmas song or like Christmas album that like you like you have to hear this? Otherwise, it's not really Christmas. Okay, so this is going to sound I, I have a few to be honest. But so when my cousin and I live together, um, I'm not going to say my cousin's name, but it's one of my favorite cousins. Sorry, other cousins who are listening to this right now. <laughs> when we lived together, um, one time we were taking out the garbage and it just started snowing. I think it was like 10 or like 11 o'clock at night, which once again, I don't know why we're taking out the garbage at this time, but we were just like, you know what? We took the garbage out. We were taking out. We put on some music on our phone and just was like dancing in the street when the snow was coming down. We were playing like Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. So I always like he- want to hear that song at some point in Christmas, just because I associate that with that memory of just like kind of being like, "Whoa, it's Christmas!" Because like I don't know, it was it's a cool memory because it just timed it really well. But I do I like a lot of Christmas songs. I love Jingle Bells, of course, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I love Dashing Through. I think Dashing Through the Snows is Jingle Bells, but. At least Navidad. Like, I just love Christmas songs, except for that one where the baby gets cold outside. That's creepy. I would say so. When I was a kid, I would, you wouldn't always hear it, but like on the radio, I would always think to myself that it was going to be a good holiday season if I heard Santa, Bell, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Bruce Springsteen's version, because my dad was a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I grew up listening to a lot of him. I mean, now I can just play it on Spotify, but if I hear it, it's still cool to hear it on Spotify, but if I'm like listening to the radio and I hear it, it it's still. It's kind of like when you when you, you love something and you just happen to find it on TV. It's like there's some like satisfaction to that that like you know even though you can just pull it up, I don't know, just like hearing it, not like in the wild, but kind of <laughs> it, it is. And um, so I think that would probably be the one for me. I will say it's a very sweet memory, Ray, and I really do. I'm glad that you love it. Is it a specific? Is it the George Michael version? Okay, um, I figured it would be, but I have to say that song always kind of bothers me because I don't understand why they're only giving their heart away on Christmas. Oh, no, it's a completely flawed song, but I just, it's really touchy and I associate it with that memory, so. And 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 I also feel like it's, like, really harsh that the very next day they gave it away. And I feel like it's, like, very, very obviously bitter because it's, like, they keep saying, like, last Christmas I gave it my heart and the very next day you gave it away. People get lonely that, at the holidays, could have hired, it might have been a prostitute, who knows. That's true. And that's incredibly wild that you said that because my favorite <laughs> song the song that I love the most from Christmas is Last Christmas by Wham. Like, <laughs> I love that song. I will play it on repeat. It's um, it's either that or Hilary Duff's entire Santa Claus Lane album, which also uh-huh. has a cover of Last Christmas. That's really funny. I feel like everyone has done a cover of Last Christmas, but I think that is really funny that that's your favorite. I still, I feel like every time I get, I listen to it, and I've done this to Ray before on the holiday season, I just can't get over semantics of it. And it's like, then this year to save it, save me from, Fear, tears. tears. I'll give it to someone. Like, just don't give it to anyone on Christmas. You don't have to give your heart away on Christmas. No one's telling you you have to do this. He's a romantic. He can't help it. Yeah, I just feel like it, save it for Valentine's Day. It's Christmas. Just hang out with That's people. true. Um, I know we're getting wrapping up. I, we don't really have anything to recommend. <laughs> I guess if you had one movie that you would recommend people to watch this holiday season, what would be the movie that you'd recommend? Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I'm going to put them together. Love those. I will say 
I was going to save this for later for the podcast, but um, because it's the holiday season, I would say be respectful to others and be kind and, you know, respect other holidays that are out there that are just yours. 100%. I can get behind that message. Obviously, Harry Potter and the Prison of Azkaban. It sounds weird, but like once you do it and you watch it on Christmas with like your whole setup, it'll make sense. So I just give it a try. I think you'll I think you'll find where I'm coming from. I guess if I had to recommend one that I feel like you should watch that I feel like captures at least like what the the season is supposed to be, whether, you know, I feel like not in a religious way, because I feel like there are tons of holidays like Grey's right, like Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. And there's, you know, other holidays that aren't even set necessarily in December, like Dwali and like other ones that I'm forgetting right now that like are also just as important. And like we should respect, you know, all holidays. People should be able to have all of their holidays off to celebrate. Like we shouldn't just be focusing on the, you know, the Christian ones. But I think it would be It's a Wonderful Life because I think kind of like Ray's message, like it's just about like being kind and like real, like, you know, in a way, even though we talk about it with Thanksgiving, like just being grateful for the people and things in your life, you know, just trying to see the impact that, you know, you can have on others. So with that, I think, um, you know, thank you, all of you for for staying by us this, you know, first half a year while we have done this. And we we really enjoyed being able to, you know, talk to you each every other week um, about movies and shows and bicker with each other. And I have to shout out my, you know, my two co-hosts, you know, Ray and, and Alistair. It's been a great way for us to stay in touch now that we don't all work together. And I really look forward to recording this podcast. with you. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, this has been really fun and really great. And like, I'm really glad that we have like an audience. I think our size is great and it's growing. And I really enjoy getting to talk with my friends every couple of weeks and just, um, you know, talk about movies and discuss and debate um so thank you guys for listening listening to us it's been really fun i can't wait for the next year i agree with everything was just said and i can't really add more so i'm just gonna say i'm gonna change it up i'm gonna say stay safe and stay warm for those of you who are also doing with the cruelness of winter right now yes and we'll see you all in 2024 later Thank you for listening to Keep It For The Pod. If you have any ideas for movies, TV shows, or topics that we should talk about, email keepitforthepod at gmail.com. And please subscribe. See you next time.